Good morning, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to a special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour. Um, at our new day, but not our new time. Our new time is still at 12 noon, um, but on our new day, Thursdays, um, we're supposed to have a special guest in studio with us today to sort of kick off this double header. We'll actually have two shows going back to back. First one from 11 a.m. Eastern time to 12 noon, and then another show from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Um, with two guests. We're waiting for our first guest, who's probably having a New York moment stuck in traffic and the like. Um, hopefully he will be here soon. So, of course... As always, it doesn't matter whether the Conscious Consultant Hour is on Mondays or Thursdays, we have our quotes of the day. And uh, for those who miss it, who are going to be listening in the second hour, I'll repeat them um, because these are today's quotes. So let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today, this wonderful Thursday, March 10th. From the universe... It's as if you're pounding on the massive doors of the kingdom of your wildest dreams. At first lightly, even respectfully, then losing patience, louder and louder. You pray, you plead, you beg, you ask, you cry, you wail. And just on the other side of the door, your faithful, adoring subjects silently writhe. Some quietly crying, all intensely feeling your frustration and loneliness. Yet they remember all too well how, on the day you left, you made them swear not to ever open the door so that you might discover for yourself that it was left unlocked. I hate when that happens. The universe. Uh, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Kind of having a little fun with us today. You know, and it's so true. Life is like that. We're pounding on the door. We're begging. We're pleading. We're praying for somebody to open the door. And we forget that we're the ones who left it unlocked. Um, so, uh, I think the universe is trying to remind us that we're the ones with all the power, that we're the ones who kind of set this whole thing up and that we're the ones who, um, are going to, uh, be the ones to open the door, that it's our door and that even if there's a lock on the door, it doesn't mean the lock is locked, right? How often do we presume that the door is locked and we didn't even check it? And uh, the keys to our life, the keys to unlocking the mysteries of our own lives, well, the door isn't even locked. We don't need the key. So let's just step forward and realize that we are always and constantly creating our own reality. And let's see what we have from Abraham today. We want you to understand that you are a powerful creator and you have the ability to be or do or have anything that you desire. But you have got to begin by creating a vibrational atmosphere or vibrational climate or vibrational nucleus. Make yourself the vibrational starting point. When you start in a gentle place of non-resistance, Jesus called it meek, as in the meek shall inherit the earth. But when you are in this place of soft, non-resistant, vibrational well-being, everything that you desire will come into your experience. Abraham. Very interesting quote from Abraham. A little bit different, um, a little bit sort of different message than what we usually hear from Abraham about creating, a, as he says, the vibrational atmosphere and that it's a gentle place of non-resistance. You know, so often we are so hard on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves, on life, on each other. Um, we really tend to make life much more difficult than it really is. And 
you know, we and, and, and this resistance or this making it hard is is in its very nature sort of resistant. And, you know, when we kind of make things so hard on ourselves, like, oh, my God, I have to accomplish this in order to be happy or, you know, I have to work hard in order to, to earn a, a, a satisfactory lifestyle. We're just creating more and more resistance for ourselves. So it, it really makes things uh, quite difficult um, to really manifest and bring into our life the very things that we want, the very things that we say will give us joy and pleasure and, and fulfillment. And we're so busy. We are just so busy um, trying to do things the hard way. Whereas actually it is much more effective um, doing things the soft way doing things the gentle way and who is the person that we need to be the most gentle with out of anybody and everybody can you guys guess come on you know you're my conscious co-creators you know the answer to this of course it's ourselves we have to give ourselves that gentleness we have to allow ourselves to be human to make mistakes the, to, for things to get messed up without realizing it. That happens. It really does. You know what? And we're the ones who are most hard on ourselves. You know, if we ever share with other people what we're thinking about ourselves inside our own heads, it, sometimes it's so scathing and so mean and so bad that like if we ever talk to another human being the way we talk to ourselves, oh my God, we'd get arrested and thrown in jail. And it's perfectly acceptable, we feel, to talk to ourselves this way, yet we would never talk to another person like that. And that's why being gentle, coming to that soft place of non-resistance, creating that vibrational atmosphere or climate around us that's more peaceful, more understanding, more hmm, neutral, more tranquil, that that is what really greases the slide when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to bringing amazing things to ourselves. We're all very rough on ourselves. We really are. And even if you've been practicing self-care, even if you think you've been really doing very well at um, being gentle and kind with yourself, I'm sure. And, and believe me, when I say this for you, my listener, I'm saying this for myself. We can always be gentler, be kinder be easier on ourselves on our mistakes on our humanness and you know what the thing that's truly amazing is when we're easy on ourselves it's so much easier to be easy on other people it's amazing isn't it We think that um, we think that uh, you know it's 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 difficult to be easy on those people who are mean to us. We think it's so hard to be kind or gentle to those people who give us the hardest time. The truth is when the we're giving other people a hard time. It's not so much about them. It really isn't. It's really about ourselves. It's really about that internal disconnect from our head to our heart. We are so in this Western society, we are so stuck in our head. We are so caught up in the doings. Oh, I should, and the shoulds. Oh, the shoulds. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas. 
I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should be working harder. I should be trying more. I should be making more money. I should be uh, a better boyfriend, a better wife, a better lover, a better husband, a better person, a better businessman. You know what? You are who you are. We are who we are. We really are. And we're not perfect because if we were perfect, we probably wouldn't be here. And we're not, you know, the, the, the be all and end all. We're just human beings bouncing around, doing the best that we can. And if we just remember, just remember that we really are doing absolutely the best that we can. And that if we could do better, we would. Suddenly, maybe we can be a little easier on ourselves. You know, we always, not always, we have a tendency to think that we could have done better, that we should be doing better, that, it, that it's even possible for us to do better than what we're doing right now. But think about it. If it was really possible for us to do better, in any aspect of our lives, we would be, wouldn't we? Right? Nobody wants to be second best. Nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to be bad at doing anything. Right? I mean, is there anything in your life that you intentionally said, you know what, I just want to screw this up as much as I possibly can. I want to cause as much pain, as much grief for myself as possible. Have you ever said that to yourself? Of course not. Now, does that mean that we always show up our best? Not necessarily, but we show up the best that we could in that moment. And that if we could show up better, we really would. We really would. And, and we give ourselves such grief because we feel that we should have done better, that we could have done better. The truth is, it's impossible for us to do better. That if we really could do better, we would have. We would have. We really would have. But we couldn't. We couldn't because we're human beings. And we show up the best we can in any given moment. And sometimes that best is great. Sometimes that best is good. Sometimes that best is so-so. And sometimes that best is awful. But for us, it really was the best that we could do. So being gentle, creating that atmosphere, that vibrational atmosphere climate, To just release the resistance, release the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. To just let go of, you know, all those things we said we wanted. You know, that's the beginning. That's the path to peace. That's the path to wholeness. That's the path to creating what we want. Because most of us, Let's face it, most of us feel <clears throat> that we don't deserve the good stuff because we feel we've messed up, we've done all these things that have not lived up to our expectations or quote-unquote our standards. And so because we haven't lived up to these imaginary standards, we have to punish and beat ourselves up. Well, you know what? Let's all just be a little gentler with ourselves. Let's forgive ourselves that much more. And let's just realize if we could have done better, we would have. And you know what? That is the beginning of the release of the resistance that allows us to manifest more and more in our lives. So, still waiting for our guest to show up. I'm sure there's something going on. But uh, we will continue on, so please stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, more wonderful inspiration advice for you, my conscious listeners. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, a special broadcast um, uh, for in celebration of moving to our new date and time. Um, we were supposed to have on uh, Itzhak Biri, a modern day shaman. Um, he's obviously not here with me at the moment. Well, not obviously if you just tuned in, but at the moment, uh, not here with me. So we will carry on until he shows up. Um, so we've been talking about resistance and about how hard we are on ourselves. And it's really very true. Um, and I would love to hear from you, my audience, if, uh, you know, if that's been your experience or not. Are you hard on yourself? Are you easy on yourself? Does that make life any easier for you or more difficult? And what have you, ways have you found to sort of overcome that resistance. Please feel free to call in. The call-in number, of course, is 877-480-4120. I'm kind of manning the board on my own today, so if I miss the call, please call back, and uh, I probably will end up putting you straight into the system, and you'll come right on the air right away. So, I... We were talking about being easy on ourselves. And, you know, it's quite interesting. I mean, I think two years ago, just the concept of self-care was not even part of my vocabulary. I I mean, I had no clue what self-care really was. And then I started uh, working with a different shaman, not Itzhak, um, but you know him, Aurea. He has a show on the network as well on Tuesday nights. Now it's called Journey After the Journey. Um, but I, um, you know, I, I thought I knew what it was to take care of myself. And, and I think I was okay compared to most people. Not that we like to compare, but I had a decent, you know, ways of taking care of myself. But it wasn't until I really started to understand what it really means to take care of ourselves, to meet our own needs, that really things became much more clear to me. And and over this last two-year period, it, it's so interesting because as this, this whole notion of self-care uh, became more prominent in my life, it also became not just a topic of discussion in the community, where we we practice self-care, but I started hearing it as a topic in general, just around the, in, in, in business circles and coaching circles and spiritual circles. It just amazed me how two years ago, I didn't really hear any way meant, anybody mention the word self-care. And now it's, I hear people talk about self-care all the time. And sometimes, you know, people have different meanings or different uh, uh, ideas around what self-care is um, compared to, 
to other people, but it, it just amazed me how, you know, this concept that wasn't even really part of my vocabulary, you know, mere 24 months ago, all of a sudden I start hearing it popping up in all ways. I mean, those of you who are loyal listeners who've heard many of the interviews that I've done um, with many of my guests, many of my guests over the last two years even talk about their self-care practices and and the importance of self-care. So let's let's just dive into this a little bit more since we have the time. Self-care, what does that mean? Self-care, taking care of yourself. Well, self-care... And, you know, it's funny because sometimes it brings up these images of, oh, you're being selfish, you're being self-centered, you know, what about other people? And I always like to nip that right in the butt because, you know what? Yes, we are not here to be selfish. We are not here to only think of ourselves. But if we do not take care of ourselves, if we do not fill up our cup, so that it is overflowing, we cannot give to others. And if we do give to others, it is draining, it is not enough, and it is not with the vibrational intent, it is not with the energy that the other person needs. The only way we can truly give to another person from our heart with joy that uplifts us and uplifts them is when we first fill up our own cup, take care of ourselves. Now, what does that mean? Well, you know what? For different people, it means different things. For some people, it means, you know, uh, physically taking care of themselves, going to the gym. For other people, it means, you know, eating well. For other people, it means resting. For other people, it means meditating. For other people, it means taking time for themselves. For other people, yeah, taking time alone or taking time with friends. Some people, it means, you know, working a little bit less. Or maybe it means being more productive in less hours so you get more done in the same amount of time or less time so then you can go out and sit in the park, go for a hike, enjoy nature, beautiful spring-like day in New York City, perfect day to practice self-care. And, you know, like, and, and major companies, like, they really get this now. Like, some of these leading, especially tech companies, very liberal policies, they really get this. Uh, from what I understand, if you work at Google, like, 20, it is mandatory that 20% of your time is spent on things that are unrelated to your job. In other words, you do not... Um, you should not be working on projects that are deadline oriented, that your responsibility is that 20%, a fifth, that's like one day a week you spend doing other things, not your job responsibilities, right? That's self-care. That's self-care. In this wonderful book uh, that I often quote called The Diamond Cutter, you know, the, the Mike, Geshe Michael Roach, who was a, a, a Buddhist monk, was sent out into the world and, and, and helped with building up a, a diamond business and applying these Buddhist precepts to the business. And one of the precepts was to take time away from the business. And he negotiated getting a day off in the middle of the week. Yes, Wednesdays. He got Wednesdays off where he would go out and meditate, go out and be in nature, and and just not have a, a cell phone with him, not check his email, not do anything related to work for a whole day in the middle of the week. And that was one of the best things he could have done for the business. Why? Because when you take time off in the quote-unquote middle of a work week, when you take time to give the brain something else to think about, a different environment, a different experience where it can relax, where you can play, where you can do whatever it is that your heart wants you to do. When you do that, what do you think happens when you come back Thursday morning? How do you think you show up in the office on a Thursday? 
compared to how most people show up on a Thursday, which is like, is it Friday yet? Is it a weekend yet? You show up refreshed. You show up more creative. You show up with more ideas. And sometimes those little ideas, those little inspirations that you get, because now you've coming from a clean slate, can mean so much in what you're doing. Can make a huge difference. But if we don't give ourselves that break, and listen, hey, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I'm as guilty as anyone else about spending too much time in the office and too much time working and not enough time relaxing and giving my mind and my body a chance to rest. Do you know why Like most people tend to sleep a lot when they're on vacation? They've done studies and like, you know, the average American, they say, is sleep deprived tremendously. And it's interesting because if you need an alarm to get up in the morning, and I know some people that don't, but I'm one of those people that absolutely does. If if that alarm doesn't go off, I can stay in bed easily an extra two or three hours. Many times, not always. But they've done studies and they've found that it's because Americans in general are so sleep deprived that when they go on vacation and they turn off the alarm and allow themselves to rest, the body is trying to catch up on sleep. Now, I know they say you can't really catch up on sleep. I don't quite believe that myself, but it doesn't matter. The body wants rest. The mind wants rest. Now, the thing they've found is, is that if you let people sleep as long as they want, What happens is after they've really gotten a good rest, after they've really rested their minds and their bodies, they'll go back to their normal sleeping patterns. They'll go back to, you know, whatever amount of rest they need, be it six, seven, eight, nine hours, whatever it is. But they're not going to sleep 12 hours a day. But the thing is, you, because we have a tendency to push ourselves and to drain ourselves normally throughout the week and throughout the year, when we do have a chance to rest, we take extra advantage of it. So it takes some time to recharge our batteries, so to speak, to, to, to reinvigorate ourselves. And so after that period of time, when we've really caught up on the sleep, then the body gets its just normal amount of sleep. And then you know what? You don't need an alarm to get up at the proper time every day. If you're going to bed early enough and if you're really resting at night, if you're really sleeping well. I mean, why is it, right, that we have the sense that we're supposed to get eight hours of sleep a night? Because that's how much the, the human body actually needs. And that's all it will take. The human body actually won't take more rest than it needs if it has what it needs. If it doesn't have what it needs, then you're going to wake up feeling tired. You're going to want more. So maybe for you, self-care is sleeping an extra hour. Now, for some people, you know, going to bed an hour early can be tough. Now, the question is, is there any way for you to negotiate getting into work an hour later so you can sleep an hour later? Because oftentimes it's easier for us as human beings to sleep late than it is to go to bed early. And again, if you can show the benefits to your boss, show him that, you know, hey, if I'm more rested, I'm more productive, I don't stress out trying to get uh, in, in during rush hour every morning I, if I can show up an hour later I can stay an hour later and and I can get more done so there's a negotiation there but again you have to put yourself in your boss's shoes what do they really want from you they want you to be as productive as possible now this is assuming that you know you're not dealing with other people that you have that flexibility that customers or clients don't need you to be there at that certain time but again if you can you know self-care can be rest it really can be in a society where we're all not resting enough so what do you think let me know what are your self-care practices call in 
877-480-4120. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone. And now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time. So join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm your host, Sam Leibowitz. My guest is MIA. Oh, well, we'll have to get him on another time. Um, And yes, this is an unusual time for you to be hearing me live on Talking Alternative um, because I was doing a, a double show in honor of moving to my new time slot. For those who haven't noticed yet, um, the schedule has shifted. My show is no longer on Mondays. It is now on Thursdays at 12 noon. Um, I actually just came on an hour early to give you guys more great stuff to help you through your week. Not to worry, I will have a guest coming on at 12 noon with me talking all about relationships. So I hope you will stay tuned for that. So we've been talking about self-care. So, and and getting back to sort of where we started with self-care, it really comes down to being easier on ourselves. And, and, and this is the thing, and this is why, why is rest so important? Why is eating well so important? Why is it so important to like, you know, buy better food, better quality food, organic food is in, instead of regular stuff, right? I mean, we deserve it, right? Don't you, you work so hard. You do so much for other people, for this world in general. If we really want to show up in the best that we're able to do, We need support. We all need support. We need support in so many different ways. And one of those ways is supporting ourselves and supporting ourselves by taking care of ourselves so that we can then be there fully for other people. Because we can't, again, I've said it before, we can't show up fully for other people if our cup is half empty. If we're stressed out, if we're drained, if we're tired, if we're feeling sick, if we're not eating well, if we don't have the energy, how well can we really show up for others? Even people we love, even our family members, how well can we show up if we don't have the energy for them? So this is why. Parents, I understand. Having a kid is a full-time job, and I know, especially when they're little babies, you've got to be there all the time, and they can be very draining. But you have got to, I repeat, you have to find a way to get a babysitter, have a grandparent, watch them for even a couple of hours. You need to find time for yourself. You cannot be completely selfless and still show up the best you can for your child. It doesn't matter whether you're the mother or the father. The best thing you can do for your child, I was saying this the other day to one of my coaching clients, the best thing you can do for your children is to set a good example. 
And one of the things that are, is most important for setting a good example of is self-care. Show your child the behavior of what it means to truly meet your needs without you know, putting it on somebody else, without making it difficult for somebody else, without, you know, overdoing it. You, you know, it is a fine line between self-care and self-centeredness. See, here's the, the clue. Here's the difference. Self-centeredness, it's all about you. It's all about you, 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 you. And you know how you can usually, what's a nice little indicator that it's all about you? Who's doing most of the talking? Now, today doesn't count because my guest didn't show up. But I just mean in life, in general, in your little conversations. Are you the one always talking and your friends are always listening? Are you the one always talking and your partner is the one usually listening? Or just the majority of the time? That's one little clue. If you're the one always sharing, always talking, always telling someone else about what's going on with you, yeah, then you might want to check things a little bit. Right? What's that old expression? We have one mouth and two ears, so we should listen twice as much as we speak. But self-care is about getting your needs met so you can feel good enough about yourself so that when you show up, you can listen and be present for the other person. You see, when we really take care of ourselves and we really meet our needs, and meeting our needs can be things like, you know, seeing friends who who make us feel good, who we can share stuff with, Um, going to a cultural event, whether it's a concert or a museum or a play or a dance or, or whatever it is that, that, lifts up your soul finding ways to integrate that into your life now of course it depends where you are it's what's available to you i mean i am so blessed and fortunate to live and work in new york city where there's pretty much anything and everything you could possibly want here so for me it's really just making a decision and especially because in new york city you know it 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 is one of the most expensive places to live But there's also more stuff for free that you can find here or for low cost than you can find anywhere else. So it really depends on your perspective. I mean, there are always things happening, always things happening. And wherever you are around the country or around the globe, maybe it's a little bit more difficult to to find things. But you know what? It's about looking. And if you can't find something that that makes you feel great create it you know if you're looking for a a group that loves to be around nature and you can't find one make your own say hey i'm starting a hiking group who wants to go with me this saturday or sunday maybe maybe you love animals so you say hey i'm going to go to the zoo who wants to come with me or i'm going to volunteer at a zoo who wants to come with me If there's something that you desire that you know will make you feel good and there's not already a community involved with it, maybe that's the universe giving you a little hint of what you should do. You organize it. Don't put it on somebody else. Getting our needs met does not mean that putting our needs onto somebody else. Because if we, if we make our happiness, our joy, our needs dependent upon other people, we're never going to truly be happy because we'll always be disappointed. Why? Because that other person needs to meet their own needs and maybe their needs doesn't include you in some way, shape, or form. We need to find ways to meet our own needs. Maybe it's just finding some alone time and reading a book, watching a movie, going for a walk, being with ourselves. How much time do you spend with yourself without distractions? One of the reasons why a meditation practice can be so difficult because we're not used to spending time with just ourselves. We're used to be surrounded with other people, with other ideas, other things. Especially now our phones, our gadgets are always buzzing, ringing. People are trying to get in touch with us all the time. 
So sometimes getting our needs met can feel a little uncomfortable because it means having to spend time with ourself. What do you do? How do you arrange spending time with yourself? Again, especially for you parents out there, oh, I cannot implore you enough. You're so busy taking care of your partner and your children. When are you taking care of yourself? This is not to say that you ignore your child's needs. Just don't ignore your own. Because what happens if we ignore our own needs? What happens if we're a caregiver and we ignore our own needs because we have to take care of somebody else? Resentment creeps in and starts to build up. And that resentment over time turns to anger. And then that anger can turn to guilt because how can we feel angry at taking care of this person? They need us. And we get tied into knots. We twist and turn into knots. And it just, it does no good, no good for anybody. No good for anybody. This is why self-care, taking time for ourselves, so important, so important. It is what recharges our battery. Maybe you need to go get a massage. You know, maybe that's your act of self-care. One hour a week, go and get a massage. And yes, it may cost some money. Budget for it. You know, there's this whole notion in, in, in how to accumulate wealth is you always pay yourself first. And what do they mean by that? It means before you worry about paying bills and before you're worrying about giving money to other people for whatever reason, it means give yourself money for you to do with what you feel you need for yourself. Self-care. So if for you, self-care happens to be about you know, uh, working out tension once a week. Maybe once a week is too much for you. Once a month. Doesn't matter. Get it in your schedule. Put it in and make it immovable. This is the time for you. And maybe for one person it's a massage, for someone else it's reflexology, for someone else it's a Reiki session, for somebody else it's a steam room, for somebody else it's going swimming, for somebody else, you know, it's a mani, a mani petty, uh, you know, for someone else it's going out for a drink with an old friend, you know, for everyone it's different. I mean, that's the beauty is there's a million ways of taking care of ourselves. And just because the way I choose self-care looks completely different from the way you choose self-care doesn't mean one is right or wrong. They're not. And what you need today in terms of self-care could be completely different from what you needed yesterday and completely different from what you need tomorrow. It's not a standard formula. It's not one thing or another. It's what you feel. It's what, when you do it, makes you go, ah, inside. It just feels so good with no shame or guilt associated with it. So, let's all take a quick break. I'm going to give my throat a rest for one minute. And you're going to stay tuned and we'll come back and conclude this hour. And then uh, we'll come the top of the hour, 12 noon, we'll bring on my guest for today's regularly scheduled show. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I'm your host, Sam Leibowitz, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Ding, 
you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. TalkingAlternative.com The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you for staying with me. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. Um, you know, I don't. I, I do give shout outs once in a while on my show, but I really just want to give a shout out to the people around the world who tune in to our broadcasts. And and I know there are so many of you in Korea, and Japan, China, Vietnam, Taiwan, Brazil. South America, Europe, Africa, Middle East. And really, it, it really warms my heart when I see so many of you tuning in and listening to our broadcast. You know, when I took over this station from the former owner, Giorgio Repetti, who's become a, a Theravadan Buddhist monk and is now in Australia, or who knows, today he could be meditating somewhere in the forests in Thailand or Malaysia. But when I took over this network five and a half years ago, almost six years ago, I really did not know what I was embarking on and did not know the scope and and the full force of what I had in my hands. And it's been, you know, not always an easy ride, not, not always an apparent uh, way, but it has been such a joyful um, time and... And I'm really, truly humbled at how many people um, from all over the world have tuned in. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned before uh, a woman from Stuttgart, Germany, uh, uh, stopped by and and uh, Sigrid, hi Sigrid, if you're listening, um, you know, stopped in to to uh, 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 say hi on her vacation you know, from Germany, it, it, it truly was, was very meaningful to me. I remember early on one time, like today, my guest didn't show up. They were supposed to call in and I was talking in the middle of the show. A man calls up from New Delhi, India, talking about how the things I was mentioning on the show that day were so relevant to him and his family. And, and it really, taught me a lesson about how much we really are a global society and that when um that what we deal with on a day-to-day basis the challenges we have they're the same challenges for everybody they're not unique to us and i really um i really want to say thank you I really want to say thank you to my listeners around the world. You know, without you, this station would not still exist. You know, without the listening audience, without the people tuning in, you know, yes, we're providing value for you. We're providing something for you that I hope you take back with you after listening, that you've learned something, that you've been inspired, uh, that you've been empowered in some way. I hope you're getting benefit, but we, myself and the other hosts, enjoy doing this so much. Um, it is really our pleasure and is really something I hope, I intend, I plan on building and getting larger and being able to give more people a voice to reach more people around the world. So I ask you, if, if you're enjoying our broadcasts, if you like the things that you've heard on my show, on the other shows on the network, please share with your friends. 
please tweet us, Facebook us, tell people, check out talkingalternative.com or our nice short new URL, talkradio.nyc, because we are New York City's premier online talk radio station to help us spread the word, get it out there. Because you know what? See, here's the interesting thing. The more you help us garner more listeners, the more you help bring more listeners to us here at the station, the easier it is for me to convince other people to come and be a host on the station. The more people they know they can reach, the more they're going to want to do a show on Talking Alternative. The more people want to do a show on Talking Alternative, the better hosts I can bring you. The more great content you have, the more wonderful insights, the more things you can learn, the more you will benefit from it. So this is a case where, you know, if you find that our shows, that what you learn from our network, I don't care. Maybe it's just the fact that you're listening to improve your English, which is great. You know, I mean, the more that we learn to speak each other's languages, the better able we are to communicate. That's an amazing thing. That's why I say we're really in a global society now. Please spread the word. Just put it out there on the computer somewhere. We're an online station. Anybody with a good online connection on their on their computer, on their phone, please tell them to tune in. You can find us so many places. Just go to our website, talkradio.nyc. Do a search for us. We're on iTunes as an internet station under news talk genre. You can find us on tunein.com, though I know there were some problems with the streaming. I contacted them. I'm waiting for them to fix it. There are other places. You know, if you go to the website, you can download the little playlists. If you have a real media player or Windows media player or QuickTime. You know, we've really done a lot. I've put a lot into the website, into the network to make it as accessible as possible. And of course, if you have any suggestions, anything we can do to improve and make it better, please email me, sam at talkradio.nyc. That's my email address. You now, you all now have it. Feel free to email me. I read every email I get and I answer every one that is an, a- an answer that I can supply, that I have. So please, let others know. Don't keep us a secret. The more people tune in, the more great shows we'll have. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, this show was supposed to be talking with a wonderful shaman and something must have happened. He's, he's pretty good. So if he didn't show up, I'm sure there was a, re- a very good reason. Um, and so we'll, we'll try and have him on. But what did we turn today's show into? It's show about self-care. And I still am going to keep reminding you, keep drilling into you that if you want to be the best that you can be, that if you want to do the the best things that you can do, if you just want to show up in the world in the best way possible, whether it's just for yourself or for your family, for your community, for your village, for your country, whatever the reason, doesn't matter. You need to take better care of yourself. We all can take better cares of ourselves, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever that is for you, I don't know. doesn't matter. It matters to you. It only matters that you know. What does it mean to take better care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? And you don't, do it for anybody else. You don't do it because somebody's been nagging you to lose weight. You don't do it because you know people are relying on you. You don't do it because society tells you you should do it. You do it because it's what you want to do. You do it because it what it's what makes you feel good. You do it because, let's just face it, right? we all want to have a good life. We all want to live to the best of our abilities. We all want to feel as good as we can in our bodies, in our lives. 
So if we are going to do it, then we really have to learn to practice self-care. And that means, you know, doing the things that you need to do for yourself. And you know what they are, right? Even if it's just taking that extra five minutes a day to be with yourself, to just close your eyes and breathe, to, to, to spend time in nature or with friends. Maybe you have a creative project inside of you that you've wanted for years to come out and you haven't. Spend a little time painting, drawing, writing. Do you have a book inside of you? Do you have a story inside of you that's been waiting to come out? So whatever it is for you, whatever that little bit of self-care, find what it is. Find a way to fill up your vessel. Find a way to fill up your cup and you will be able to do amazing things in your life. You'll have amazing relationships. You'll have a, an amazing ability to create, to, to build, to grow, and find examples. If you don't know what it is for you, find models that you can model your own self-care behaviors after. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Coming up next, our regularly scheduled show, our 12 noon show with a very special guests. We're going to be talking all about relationships, what to do when they fall apart. So stay tuned. We will be back in just a few minutes. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m., and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant, and I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 